ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted to Andy Spring third place to out of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's <laughs> Only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I can think of at least 100 things better to be when you grow up, Drew. Why is that? He lives such a great life. I want to be like Mike Bell when I grow up. Moving on. Welcome in. It is the Steakhouse here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mark Zinnerman for Steak Shapiro alongside Drew Butler. On a... Uh, apoplectically disappointing yes. Monday. Yes. Uh, we have a lot to do over the course of the next two hours. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you steer the ship here today, Drew. I'm just, I'm, 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 a, I'm a willful passenger. So That's very nice of you. That's very kind of you. I'm glad you're here as well. No, I, I, f- I found out that Steak <laughs> was Nobody's off actually last night glad that I'm here. Zeno will be with me. And look, first things first, I love Mark Zeno. No, yeah. You're Thank a, you. You're a great father, so I respect you very much. Well, a military man, so I appreciate your service. Thank you for that, but I suck at this radio thing. No, but you and I, I think we probably differ on just about every sports opinion out there. But we, we meet in the middle. We shake hands, and we say, let's go have a good game. And, and today is going to be a very interesting game following the Falcons' loss to the worst team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers, yesterday. They fall to 6-8. and eight. They lose 9-7. to seven. Desmond Ritter with a just devastating turnover with seven minutes left. <laughs> Then the Panthers turn around for the first time in probably weeks, drive 90 yards, bleed out the entire seven and a half minutes, and win the game on a walk-off field goal. So you've been listening to Sports Radio this morning right here on 92.9 The Game. You have certainly heard the fans giving their feelings, and they have every right to feel that way, Mark, but you feel a different way. You feel a different way with the general consensus of the Falcons fan base. I don't have a different feeling. I just approach the solution differently. And and the idea, uh, look, I, I, you're you're putting me in a bad position here because I didn't want to start the show this way. <laughs> I'm creating the narrative. I'm I'm putting you in the corner. Um, and nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody. Um, look, I, I I'm not saying Arthur Smith doesn't have blame. I'm not saying he shouldn't be held accountable. And I'm not saying that he is the greatest play caller or greatest schemer out there. I'm simply saying he's not going to get fired. That's it. Like it? Don't like it? I, I don't care. And when you say that, is that due to history of Arthur Blank and how loyal he is to his head coaches? Are you saying that because the Falcons don't have a quarterback and that's not the head coach's fault? Are you saying that because, as you tweeted last night, Arthur Smith wasn't the one who threw the interception? Arthur Smith wasn't the one who fumbled the football? So I don't understand how you can be so sure of that because, to me, it feels like you are absolving Arthur Smith of any blame here. Uh, There is blame. There's plenty of blame to go around. Every time you lose a game, there's there's plenty of blame to go around. No question. Um, But, you know, yesterday, just, you know, Arthur Smith has put his team in positions to win games on multiple occasions this year. And his players didn't execute. I mean, again, somebody tackle Josh Dobbs. Somebody tackle Kyler Murray. Ty Desmond Ritter, don't throw that god-awful pick you threw yesterday. Like, those things happen. You have three wins in your back pocket that you don't have. I don't know what you want the coach to do at that point in time when nobody on defense can tackle Josh Dobbs. I, I, I don't understand. Like, y- y- the Here's coach's what I job the coach is to put to you do. in position to win a football game. Here's what I want the he coach to do. He did that multiple do. times. The Carolina Panthers are the worst team in the NFL. They yeah. were 1-12 yeah, going they're, into they're, yesterday. They're pretty bad. Bryce you Young just lost good. to a team who did not score 
a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I want the head coach to do is to compete in a division which is historically the worst division in NFL history from a winning percentage perspective. And the Falcon season is done. It's done. So yeah. I don't understand how now, when you look at it and zoom out and look at the schedule, how poor this Falcon schedule has been, how it has just been a complete waste. A waste. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and argue with, with, with what you're saying as far as it being a waste. I don't. I, this was a very winnable division. The, it was ripe for the picking. However, comma, I will tell you, if you hit the rewind button to August and we, we, you would have asked me the expectations for this season, I would have told you at best they're probably 9 and 8. This is going to be an average team. And, and I, right now, they're trending towards being an average team. I mean, you know, they have to obviously win two or three, two of their last three games yeah. to, to, to stay there. But the point simply is that, like, I don't move the goalposts on this thing like other, like other fans do. I don't think there's much goalpost moving from the fan base. I think the fans went into this season saying, we need a winning season. We need to make the playoffs because for the last well, five years, we have that. not done that. And when you look at the NFC South as a whole, this was the year to take advantage of that poor scenario. Uh, again, and there are some macro-level things that, that you know we can dive into uh, because you can look at it from a micro-level and a macro-level. Now, at a micro-level, I will say this much, and I'll head to Flowery Branch after the show and, and you know talk to Arthur Smith, but um, – he absolutely cannot start Desmond Ritter next okay, week. Okay, I'm glad we got that. We, we, We're going to get to that. We, in he the next cannot. He sure. cannot. Not Desmond Ritter cannot take another snap unless there's an injury. Yeah. At this point in time, this 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 is done. You cannot put the ball in that young man's hands anymore. Yeah. It's over. It's over for 2023. 20, you know. Yeah. Um, there is no. And my opinion on Arthur Smith will change because I would tell him blatantly that. You 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 are putting yourself squarely in the yes. crosshairs by sending him back out there. At this point, you cannot start Desmond Ritter again. It's done. It's done. Number nine has to sit down for the rest of the year. It's done. Yep. And yep. There's 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 just, if you want to instill any confidence in the fans whatsoever and show everybody that you have some measure of control over what's going on, you announce today. Taylor Heineke starting next week. And if it End does, and if that does not happen, I will be fascinated. To ask now, you I would, <laughs> what you think that could be coming up in the next segment. But right now, let's hit 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9. nine. On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, you know it by now. Falcons lose on the road in Carolina to the Panthers yesterday, 9-7. to seven. That's right. They lost a football game without giving up. A touchdown. Hey, in defense of the Falcons, the Raiders lost the football game without giving up a touchdown <laughs> That's right. two Three weeks ago. Three nothing. That, that is they lost to a team that didn't score a touchdown either. Correct. Desmond Ritter, twelve of 20, 152 yards. He had a touchdown. Then, of course, he had that devastating interception in the fourth quarter. Falcons now fall to six and eight. They are, however, still quote unquote in the hunt. Mark, I, I am not going to use the p word. I am no, not. I mean, say look, the they're they're a game out, and the two teams and 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 they have a game in hand over the Saints. So, mathematically, they're still very much alive. But at this point, making the playoffs doesn't matter. Yeah, you're 100% like, right. It, it, and it, yesterday, It's just window dressing. Yesterday, losing to the divisional rival Panthers, and then, of course, the Bucks and Saints win. Not a good scenario. Georgia notes, Carson Beck will be playing in the Orange Bowl. However, he has not made it official what he will do next season, come back to Georgia for his final year of eligibility or head to the NFL draft. Other news in oh, Athens, the dogs hire Southern Cal's DB coach Dante Williams for the same position in Athens, filling in for Fran Brown. Got, NFL draft? 
Carson Beck? Yeah. If he were to go, he'd be a top two-round draft pick. Absolutely. You're lying. You think he takes in the first two rounds? Absolutely. Okay, you There's would know no better than I would. question about wow. it. In the NFL, Tampa Bay defeats Green Bay 34-20. to What a day from Baker Mayfield. Four oh, God, the touchdowns. Packers defense passes. sucks. That Saints beat the Giants 24-6. to Made him look like Joe Montana for crying out Tommy loud. Tommy Cutlets take a seat. Derek Carr yeah, throws stinks. for three touchdowns as well. And right. then the Buffalo Bills. Hate to slay my Italian brethren, but yeah, DeVito <laughs> stinks. Buffalo Bills lay it on Dallas 31-10. to James Cook had a big day. Go Dogs, 25 carries, 179 yards, and a touchdown. By the way, I, I, I'm going to ask you to help me lobby for this. Okay. Since Tommy DeVito's agents in the Italian yeah, Sports Amer- Italian American Sports Hall of Fame, don't like. Don't, do you think I should get a nomination? You, we we could put something. I feel together like for there you. should be an. Um, I, like as far as Italians are concerned, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna top of the list. DeVito's agent has these crazy suits. Mark Zeno has no sleeves, so we could definitely they, put something got together. Something. For you, for sure. Atlanta Hawks lose to the Cleveland Cavs on Saturday, 127 to 119. Zeno, they dropped to 10 and 15 on the season. They're now 11th in the yeah, standings. They'd the way, be out of the playoffs if it started today. Do, do you think the Hawks are thanking the Falcons at Desert oh, Ritter? <laughs> talk about just a Thank complete you. deflection. Thank you so much. We have some time to turn this around. Next up, though, tonight, they host the Detroit Pistons. You can hear it right here on okay, the Okay, hold game. on a second. What would be worse, the Hawks losing to the Pistons or the Falcons losing to the, to the Panthers? Have the Pistons lost like 21 straight or something yeah, like that? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's the Falcons losing. Oh, to come the on. Panthers. I think that is. Football where... games are so much more winnable in general. Any given Sunday, you can't lose to a team that's lost 20 in a row. Hey, you gave me this great stat in the pre show. Steph Curry's three point streak ends after 268 straight games yeah, with a made three pointer dating back to 2018. Zeno, that's incredible. What was he, 0 for 8 last night? 0 for 8 last night against Portland. They still won the game. He also owns the second longest consecutive game streak with the three, and he owns the longest playoff streak of games made with the three. So last time I checked, he's pretty good. Monday Night Football tonight, Philadelphia Eagles at the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think Geno Smith is going, and Jalen Hurts for the Eagles is questionable as well. Eagles are a three-point road favorite. I, I, I'd love to see a poll question up. What is a Which is a worse loss? The Falcons losing to the one and twelve Panthers, or the Hawks if they lose, we can get that to the up. Detroit Pistons, who have lost twenty three consecutive games. I don't think they've won since the Reagan administration. It's a long time. Drew. I totally, totally agree. Hey, coming up in the next segment, we got to talk to the fans. Yes. We know you have a lot to say, so get on into the phone lines 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. We're going to discuss the Falcons. Zeno, you brought up a great point. If Arthur Smith doubles down and starts Desmond Ritter against the Colts this weekend, is it plain stubbornness? Is he putting his head on the chopping block? Where do the Falcons go from here? Technically, they're still in the hunt for, I won't say it, the P word, the playoffs. You just said it. The playoffs? Yeah. Come on, man. That's coming up next right here on Sports Radio 92 The Game. Back to more of the Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Watching your mother kiss a strange man is better than what I saw yesterday. <laughs> so there is that. Welcome back. It is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Alongside Drew Butler, Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro. The incomparable. Let me get that right. The incomparable is Steak Shapiro. The, 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 the creme de la creme. When it comes to sports radio, Steak Shapiro. That is true. 
9 a.m. hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. All right, we're going to get to the phones here at 404-726-0929 in just a minute. Um, look, and I want you guys to hear from Arthur Smith. I do want to say this much. Guys, you know, for all the things that have plagued the Falcons this year, they really can all be solved by one not-so-simple thing, and that's fix the quarterback. Yeah. I think everybody could league, agree with that. Across the league, there are at least half the teams in the league right now that are starting guys that won't have an, have an NFL job next year. And of course. I mean, look, like we said this in the pre-show. The you're, you're By injury or, or whatever reason, Saturday primetime NFL football, the first game was Jake Browning versus Nick Mullins. The second Not game. Not going to have a job next year. The second game, Mark, was Gardner Minshew versus Mitch Trubisky. That's just the reality of the situation in the NFL this yeah. year. But go back to the summer. Go back to the spring. Replay whatever any of us said. Every Falcons fan, anybody in this city that covers this team, repeatedly said, hey, you know what? This is an exciting season. We just don't know what we have. Why? Because we don't know what Desmond Ritter is. He was just an unknown commodity heading into the season, and it's played out in a way that is not beneficial for the fans, for the team, for Arthur Smith, for Terry Fontenot. Again, I I think the expectations coming in – for a lot of fans, um, or they're playing revisionist history now because, uh, I mean, you don't buy things with a lottery ticket that hasn't hit yet because that's all you had <laughs> yeah. in Desmond Ritter. It was a lottery ticket. I'm waiting for the numbers to be drawn. But you know what? Let me go get a couple of cars and, and a couple of houses and everything. You're like, right. So, so the idea that there was any expectation that this team could be anything other than mediocre to me is was flawed back then if you had it at a higher expectation than that. And, and changing it now, I think, is... Is a little bit silly. We got some real dudes. I said this in August, and it, and it plays better now with Christmas being a week away. The Falcons constructed this offensive roster by getting all the toys they possibly could. However, mm-hmm. without a quarterback, it's like having no batteries to put in those toys. They yeah. are useless. Yeah. This is a quarterback-driven league, yep. and heading into Week 16, Mark, the Falcons— are sputtering. There's a reason why everybody in the NFC South is 500 or worse because the quarterback play has been average to below average. You're correct, right? I mean, everybody in the AFC South is three teams on eight and six. Why? Because the quarterback play has been above average. Well, that's a convenient narrative. It is very much. What did Thank Arthur you, Smith say before we get to the phone? All calls. right. So I, I want I want you guys to hear from Arthur Smith on the play call that resulted in the because so much is made of Arthur Smith's play calling. Okay, here's Arthur Smith on the play call that led to the interception. Well, I mean. No, I understand and respect the question. I mean, you, you, you're trying to just get outside the pocket. We've been so run heavy, and you're trying to call a movement keeper and and thinking, hey, worst case, we'd, we'd take off. And um, so, and obviously, there's a lot of things you're going to second guess yourself with, and and that's not a, not a shot at him because it's it's on all of us, and it certainly starts with me. No, but the, in theory, we were not trying to drop back there and. And that wasn't, the, that wasn't what we were trying to accomplish. On that play call, it was second and 10 when Desmond right. threw the interception. On that play call, the right side of the offensive line bails out right. It looks like they're setting up a screen Green. on the right side. However, number 12, that's Scotty Miller, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is trying to sneak underneath on a crossing flat. He's there for a second. The right guard, number 68, gets blown up by Derek Brown, gets thrown into Scotty Miller. The whole timing of the play is thrown off, yep. right? Desmond Ritter, we could all agree, his best is when he's rolling outside the pocket. So yeah. I'm not mad at that. It was second and ten. He did not have to throw the ball, Mark well, you got to take care of the football in the, the red zone. This is the exact question I will ask Arthur Smith today. Art, 
it's week 15, man, okay? Like, you call the design rollout because the two bailout options are tuck and run or throw it away. It's week 15. Why doesn't he know yeah. that those are the options? Yeah. After every single game, Desmond Ritter has continuously said, well, we just have to take care of the football. There comes a time when you are the quarterback when you have to know, right. I cannot force a play. And Here's what Arthur Smith said about Desmond Ritter trying to make a play that led to the Trying to make a play. And, um, you know, obviously, no, he was. He was doing I'd be the stupid. first to tell you I wish he could have it back. But it's um, not what happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, he, he can't say it. But this is, and, and this is why you can't start him this week. Because he does not know what to do with the football at this point. It, it is clear. It is obvious. You cannot put him back out there. For that simple reason. 404-726-0929. Let's go to line one. Bobby is in Roswell. Bobby, you're on the Steakhouse. Good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, I just uh, I just need to give you guys a quick note on this. I mean, we've been seeing this from Desmond Ritter all season long. I don't see why this weekend makes it any different than any other weekend. Clearly, we've been giving him opportunity after opportunity. It's been turnover after turnover. I mean, we got to move on. We got to find different options for next season and make sure that we got the quarterback that's got the full package. And yeah. I know that the quarterbacks are hard to get this time. Yeah. You know, uh, moving into next season, and the, the picks aren't uh, necessarily there. But we got we got to make something happen. No, I appreciate the Thanks, call. Bobby. And yes, I mean, look, I I think going back to Desmond was the the right move in the big picture and in the small picture that maybe something would have jarred loose about what to do. So I understand why they did it. Look, Taylor Heineke is not any better. We're, we're not paying upgrading. Seven million dollars. I, I get it, but I, for, the point is, is that you're not going to see this increased level of play, and all of a sudden the offense is going to put up thirty points. Like that's not happening because Taylor Heineke is not an improvement. But what Taylor Heineke is smart enough to do on that play is no need to tuck it and run or throw the damn ball. Of course, out of bounds. dude. Like of that's course, it's second and ten. Lower your shoulder, get two yards. Run out of bounds for no gain. Do not force that football. Trip over the eighteen yard yeah, line. Of course. <laughs> Of course, Bill Braswell tweets, and he brings up a great point. He says the choice to put all your faith in Ritter heading into the season has to be a part of the convo about Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. The Falcons are paying Taylor Heineke $7 million a year. Baker Mayfield in Tampa is making $4 million with incentives. Baker will probably be taking Tampa to the playoffs. Well, again, uh, Baker— We don't need to talk about the Bucs. Let's get to Bobby and Fayette. Please do, Hey, uh, good morning, guys. Hey, Bobby. Uh, congratulations, uh, belated. Uh, congratulations to you, Colonel, on your uh, promotion. Oh, thank you. Recently retired Navy commander. I appreciate I know what you. you went through to get there. Thank you. Appreciate uh, your service, so, man. No problem. I, I was born into this misery. My dad was a former Falcon <laughs> in the 70s. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something right now, man. I've come back home after 25 years, and I've never seen anything like Desmond Ritter's decision-making. When you look at Fontenot my and ex-wife. Smith overall— <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that they have actually done a pretty good job. I mean, you had Harrison flashing. You got the guys that you drafted actually contributing here in the last two years, Clark yeah. Phillips. So they're evaluating talent. But the single issue is the decision-making at the quarterback position. So I'm not one of those guys to sit there and say, go out everybody. And I'm not one of those guys to say, hey, this is a problem without a solution. The solution is very simple. Find a quarterback. Either you draft a quarterback yep. or you trade to get one, and Justin Fields is available. My thing about Justin is that play that you're talking about, the interception, I know for a fact Justin would have ran the ball. Yes. Yeah, well. Trust, he does trust his legs more. 
than Desmond Ritter. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Bobby. You, Bobby. Good call. Um, yeah, I mean, look, guys, everything looks worse when the quarterback play isn't good, right? I mean, it's just it's a hot girl with jacked up teeth. But like, it's, you just, it's you can't maddening. Get past it. It's maddening, and we've lived it week after week after yeah. week this season. I that mean, is where the frustration I, from the fan base rightfully comes, Mark. I, I, I get it, and, and I'm not you saying you cannot don't... absolve the head coach for continuing to trot this guy out on the field. And that's what I asked you last night on social media because you said, this is not Arthur Smith's fault. And I said, you know what, Mark? You are right. Arthur well, Smith did not throw the football. I meant for that specific play that cost him the game. I like, I, I mean, you know, But he's quite, the head coach. I, I get it, and he's responsible for everything a team does and fails to do. The failures are at a macro level. When you look at individual games, he has put this team in position to win them and there were multiple occasions where his players have failed. Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point in time, you know, like a horse trainer trains a horse for the Triple Crown. They get there. The trainer's job is done. Like, the horse has just got to run. Like, the hay is in the barn. Exactly. So the point, I, I, it's, if you, you have to under, you have to di- diagnose the problem at both the macro and the micro level, if you really want to evaluate this thing fairly. Yes. I think that's the way I'm saying it. Let's Misery to- loves company. We have full phone lines. Jay in Marietta. What's up, Jay? Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. <clears throat> um, really quickly, um, I, I just feel as though Arthur Smith is definitely um, tied into being on the hot seat because, just like you said, we keep throwing Ritter out there. Ritter is absolutely just not the answer. Um, he just makes terrible decision after terrible decision. And just like you all were saying earlier, he cannot be trotted back out there. Um, it's funny because I read a tweet um, last night after the game and flashback to 2022 last year with the Mariota hand grenade throw. His statement after the game was, I was just trying to do too much and make a play. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward to – this game yesterday, what does Desmond Ritter say? The exact same thing. When is Arthur Smith going to not let these backup quarterbacks who are playing as a starter not make these foolish plays? But, but, but what, 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 what would you have him do? This is the hand that they played with the quarterbacks that they have. What do you want? He sent the play in, and the guys have to execute the play. What do you want Arthur Smith to do? I mean, if you're going to tell me he's got to bench him, fine, okay? But you're not getting an upgrade with Taylor Heineke. Do you think today or at the end of the season there will be a change at the head coach position? No, Arthur Smith is coaching his team week one next year. Who will be the starting quarterback? I have no freaking clue. I I can't even answer that. Like, if they don't fix it. Look, and and to the caller's point, oh, he's he's going into the next season on the hot seat. The the leash is going to be very short. I'm not saying the seat isn't warm. I want to know what the fans feel about that. If, If we were told today, with certainty, Arthur Smith is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons week one of 2024. I want to know how the I, fans feel because I, I feel like you, you're sitting in purgatory because they go, if you start one and four, I would tell season's you, done. I would tell you, depends on who the quarterback is. If somehow they move heaven and earth and, and are able to get Kirk Cousins in here, are you excited? If they trade up into the top three and draft Jalen Daniels or whoever it is, Caleb Williams, whatever, whatever quarterback you want, are you excited? Does that change anything for you? Because obviously, look, Robert Sala is not going to get fired from his job with the Jets because of Zach Wilson's poor play. They're going to let him start next year because do you know what he has? Aaron Rodgers. Right? Because then we're going to evaluate him after that. Now, again, the leash may be very short. But whose fault is it 
that the Falcons don't have a quarterback. That is my point. That is an organizational decision. It's never on one person. And I want to ask about the organizational decision because somehow, some way, Arthur Blank is getting thrown into the mix here. And I just don't think that's the right route to go for the Falcons' problems in 2023. we got a lot more coming up next segment. We're going to hit the tailgate. Got some good news and notes around the world of college football. And, yes, we will continue talking to you, the fans. Call in 404-726-0929. Mark Zeno, Drew Butler, right here on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Sounds like the bomb. Nope, we're not done. It's more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Welcome back. It is the Steakhouse. Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro alongside Drew Butler. Right now, uh, hello, Mark Falcons are as charming as an eel. Hey, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Um, yeah, certainly getting a lot of coal in the stocking for Desmond Ritter at this point in time. Not a, not a good, good spot whatsoever. I, again, I, I don't see how Arthur Smith can go back to him. Um, you can't send him back out there. It's just a, it's a maniacal decision. This is it. a question that I do want to ask you because uh, defend might be a little strong of a word. You can elaborate if you want to. But it seems like you specifically, Mark Zeno, are doubling down saying nothing is changing with the Falcons. Arthur Smith will be the head coach no, next I, week I and in next year. I 100% Here's my question: that he will be the head coach week one next year. If he starts... Desmond Ritter this weekend against the Indianapolis Colts. What will that do for your thought process on Arthur Smith continuing to be the head coach of the Falcons? I mean, I would. Uh, it's indefensible. I mean, what are you doing? So like, it would like, be indefensible. It, you would it's sit indefensible there, would to you send walk Desmond back, Ritter back out. Would there? you walk back your statement of he will be the head coach in 2024 of the Falcons if he I, says Desmond's I, our guy for the next three weeks? I would walk it back like Darrell Rivas would backpedal against any all-pro wide receiver very slowly <laughs> and just with trepidation, kind of just feel out the situation. It's like that yeah. Homer Simpson meme where he backs, where he backs back into, into the, the bushes. Bush. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I'll announce it today because it's not his style. He'll usually do it on Wednesday was when he'll, if he's going to make a quarterback change, right. you know, he'll, he'll do it then. Um, but if on Wednesday he announces that Desmond Ritter is still the starter, for the final three games of the season, like, dude, what are you doing? And that question will be asked today in the press conference. And he'll punt and say, you know, we'll assess and yeah, make the yeah, announcement hey, on yeah, Wednesday. Or he'll just come out and say, look, I'll have an answer for you guys on, yeah. on Wednesday on who's the starter. But you you literally – Desmond but, Ritter on his own with the turnovers has cost you three games. Easily. Yes, I mean, just Easily. remember what happened in the Commanders game. The exact same thing, just boneheaded interceptions in the red zone. Look at the teams the Falcons have lost to. The Panthers, the Cardinals, yeah. the Vikings with Josh Dobbs. No, you couldn't tackle a quarterback. Probably saved that game, but yeah. it's frustrating. Look, I'm not saying fans don't have a right to be frustrated. Again, I don't know what firing the coach solves. What 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 is another organizational turn? And, and if you're going to fire the coach, how do you not fire the GM? Oh, yeah, because 100%. Organ- because you're firing the coach for making the organizational decision to go with Desmond Ritter, which was also on the GM, and the decision of the owner. And here's what I want to ask you about the owner, and then we're going to get to, to one more phone call before we head to the tailgate. I would have to assume that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith made the collective decision that Desmond Ritter is the guy, the quarterback, heading into the 2023 season. 
I would also have to assume that those two, Fontenot and Smith, went to their boss, Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, and said, here's the plan. We are trusting Desmond Ritter to be our starting quarterback this season. Do you, Mark Zeno, do the fans of the Atlanta Falcons truly believe that it is Arthur Blank, the owner's right or decision to tell those guys, hey, I don't know if that's the best decision? I mean, it's just, yes, it's his right because he owns a team and do whatever the hell he wants. That said, should he be doing it? The answer is no. Of course. And I don't think he did. I think he said, okay, hey, listen, guys, if this is what you want to do, let's do it. And if it doesn't pan out, guess whose fault it is? Yeah. That's, and, they, and they both willingly accepted it. You know, but again, you can't make decisions like this stuff, Drew, in a vacuum. And one decision doesn't necessarily. It's collective, dude. It's the whole season. Right. I, I, but I mean, one decision doesn't necessarily. It can, but it shouldn't necessarily decide one way or another if, you know, that costs you your job. Yeah. When it comes to choosing a quarterback, yes, it's happened before. Yeah. Plenty of coaches have lost their job because they've hitched their wagons to quarterbacks that didn't work out. It, it happens repeatedly. So uh, there is that. 404-726-0929. Time to do the tailgate, man. Let's do the tailgate. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sorry. We'll get back to the calls. Just want everybody to know, hang on hold. We're definitely going to get back to you guys. Don't go nowhere. Absolutely. Got a couple of quick news and notes around the world of college football. You've probably heard it by now. Great news out of Athens. Carson Beck, quarterback, will play for Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Regardless of all the transfer news that's out there, Mark, Georgia losing players left and right, it seems, on the whole, looks like they're going to be at pretty full strength for the Orange Bowl against Florida State down in Miami. Carson Beck has not officially made his decision yet on if he will return to Athens for his last year of eligibility or declare for the NFL draft. On the flip side, all-star running back Trey Benson for Florida State. He declared for the NFL draft as well as Jaheim Bell, and Fabian Lovett. So a lot of these Florida State guys, you know, for whatever reason, right or wrong, they're saying, thanks for everything. I know we're undefeated. I'm going to go ahead and declare for the NFL draft. That's fine. Yeah. I, you know, again, it's uh, if you're playing not in either one of the national semifinals, I don't have a problem with you sitting out. And to a certain extent, even if you were playing the national semifinal, I might not have a problem with you sitting out depending on who you are. Totally so. agree. Totally agree. Big news out of Syracuse. New head coach Fran Brown formerly Georgia's defensive back coach, he's hit the transfer portal really hard. He gets former five-star quarterback Kyle McCord, who started for Ohio State this year, to commit to Syracuse. McCord is immediately eligible. So Syracuse and Fran Brown, hey, if these guys can coach, they're going to have an opportunity to put some wins in the win column in the ACC. Is Kyle McCord that good? Because I don't think he was that good. Like, there's a reason why he's at Syracuse and not another legitimate Power 5 program. You want to know why? Because he ain't that good. I would not disagree with that. Okay. The jury is still out on Kyle McCord, but he does have a new home at Syracuse. Penn State is expected to hire former Indiana head coach Tom Allen as their defensive coordinator. You're a big Penn State guy, right? My cousin went there, so I like the school. I mean, you know. By the way, if we were going to re- rename all the bowls, the Penn State Ole Miss Bowl should be the can't get it over the hump bowl <laughs> because James Franklin can't beat Michigan That's or Ohio State game, and Ole Miss can't beat Georgia or Alabama. So it's the can't get over the hump bowl. That will be a great game right here in the city of Atlanta. Over the weekend, Georgia Southern loses their bowl game, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, to Ohio 41-21. to They were three-point favorites at kickoff, Can, can we too. just do away with other field colors other than just regular green? 
I, I would agree with okay, that. Okay, thank you. I would Just, definitely agree with that. That was also, so annoying to watch. My eyes were starting to hurt. Also in Atlanta over the weekend, the Celebration Brawl brings 40,000 to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Florida A&M defeats Howard 30-26. to Yeah, uh, listen, Celebration Bowl, great event here for the city of Atlanta. Love the HBCU folks who all come out to support. You know, like it's a great event. Even if your school isn't in it, I know a lot of HBCU folks all come here just to take part in it because it's, you know, such a rich and festive traditional type thing. Are you surprised at all that Dylan Rayol did not make it official yet that he's going to switch his commitment from Georgia to Nebraska? No word after his official visit over the weekend. What world are we in (laughs) where a five-star recruit flips from Georgia? Freaking Nebraska. I know. What did Matt Rule guarantee that kid? You know, it's all the Georgia fans who maybe get a little frustrated when things like that happen at the 11th hour. Here's what I'll say. Hey, is Dylan Rayola talented? Yeah, absolutely. Is he going to have a great college career? I hope so. I wish the best for him. Will Georgia ever have to play Nebraska in a college football playoff game? No. No. So best of luck. Dylan Not while Dylan Rayola's there, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Might happen somewhere like 20 years down the road, but no. I mean... Matt Rule must be throwing hookers through his bedroom window. It's about the only thing I can think of. <laughs> hey, Bowl Week continues this week, Friday, Georgia Tech taking on UCF. you got to pull for Georgia in Tech in this Gasparilla one, big time. Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, it's essentially a home game, though, for UCF. It is, right there in Tampa, Florida. That's your tailgate. All right, 404-726-0929. Let's get back out to the phones here, get some more reaction on the Atlanta Falcons who lost 9-7. to uh, Let's go to JP. JP, you're on the Steakhouse. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, this is my take. I I hang in there with Arthur Smith. I, you know, I, I go on the road with Arthur Smith. But see, well, Arthur Smith got to make a decision between him and Desmond Ritter. Because I go on and change quarterback. I go on and change quarterback. That's the only thing I think they'll secure his job. Because Desmond Ritter, I don't see anything this, 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 this kid can do, though, man. He he just ain't. Right. He ain't paying or not. And, and at the end of the year, at the end of the year, I, I get around the table and find out who my future quarterback is. Yeah. So, Need to find if, a future quarterback. He, but see, but see, if he if he keep on riding with Dev Ritter, Dev Ritter might end up staying, and he might be gone. No, so he, he is not. He's not riding with Desmond Ritter. Like again, I, Drew. If I was confident in anything, is that Taylor Heineke is starting this next game. If he sends Desmond, I, I literally. I will eat all the crow in the world. I I, I will just. I, I mean, I wouldn't it would even make me be sell opposed. My, it would make me sell even, a lot of my Arthur Smith stock. If I he wouldn't even him. be opposed to the Falcons going to pick somebody up off a practice squad. Like Joe Flacco. Oh, sorry, he's already playing in meaningful next games. games. Like seriously, go pick somebody off the practice squad of a team, activate them for the last three games, and just say, "Here we go." But they're not going to do that because they're quote unquote still in the hunt. Chip in Griffin, you're on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Morning, guys. Uh, I tell you, it's kind of tough. Very tough to watch that game. Um, I will say this much. Uh, Austin Smith got an out. Let's be real with it. We knew coming in, this, in, in the season that they had Desmond and they made a decision on him. So it looked like they're going to have to ride or die and eat with that. Yep. I hate to say it, but uh, they're going to have to live with that. That's right. Yeah. I'm just I'm concerned about season. I don't know why we even got him in the first round because we needed other issues. We had a running back like 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 a Cardell and and and, and So why they did that? And then last but not least, Dez. That was the same reason why they put Desmond on the bench. You had a chance yep. to rectify and get your issues addressed, and you still hadn't addressed them. 
he make a good play here and there, and then he'll turn around and make a bad play at the crucial time of the game. We just can't have it, guys. No, I totally agree. Appreciate I totally agree, here. Chip. And Chip is saying exactly pretty much what my wife tells me when I'm in trouble. You made your bed, now you have to sleep in it. Yeah, look, again, I, I think when we talk about blame for Arthur Smith and, and the organization, it's at a macro level. As far as his doing the head coaching duties of putting his team in position to win football games, that has happened repeatedly this year. And literally, you're four or five, and I said this six weeks ago, you were two or three plays away from being better than where you were. Now you're four or five plays away from being eight and six, if not nine. But you're not. You're not. And you've lost to horrible teams. Yes. And you can't win games in the worst division in NFL Uh, history. I want to continue to hear from the fans. And Mark Zeno tells me, well, you can't just clean house without having an actual solution. So when you call in, tell us where the Falcons go from here. Tell us exactly who's to blame. And tell us what the hell's going to happen the last three weeks of the season. 404-726-0929. It's Mark Zeno. It's Drew Butler. You're listening to The Steakhouse on a Monday morning. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.